As always, I'm Steve Wilson. And I'm Steph Doyle, and we're from Sync Creative. Well, Steph, I'm sitting here, and it was a nice balmy 80, mid-80s day here in Nashville, but uh, my focus is on hockey tonight, watching a little hockey uh, hockey playoffs, and it's fitting, uh, fitting for this podcast since we're interviewing our first guest and designer from way up north from Canada tonight. That's right, and you know, the Caps are playing up there tonight, and... Uh, Hopefully they're going to beat beat the the Canadians, so we should see. Hockey's actually become quite a quite a an enjoyable sport for us Southerners. Uh, you know, for the longest time, people have thought that that was just a Northern sport, but us Southerners really enjoy our hockey. Right. You know, it's big in the D.C. metro area. In fact, my wife she has been a hockey fan since she was like I guess two or three years old. Her dad actually just you know instilled that into her from the time she could walk. It's just a Especially in the playoffs, it's just an unbelievably exciting sport to watch, and I'm I'm completely hooked on it. Well, you know, I never saw a hockey game until I think I was like 40, 41 years old. I just, you know, Texas life, mountain life in Utah, just never saw a lot of hockey. Right. <laughs> well, you're in D.C. now, and, and you're enjoying uh, the Caps have been a real good team the last couple of years. Yeah, but you know they always choke at the playoffs, and that's a big thing around here, you know. So if they can make it through the first or maybe second round, yeah, they're lucky. Well, speaking of hockey, like I said, we have us a Canadian guest on today. We have Miss Crystal Reynolds, uh, and like we've been talking about the last several podcasts, she has quite a few interesting passion projects that she's going to talk with us about tonight. So uh, why don't we get started? All right, let's roll with it. Seven and a half minute interview. All right, everybody. We have with us today our first Canadian guest. We have uh, an independent publisher from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Please welcome Crystal Reynolds. Thank you. Thank you. So how are you doing, Crystal? Crystal. Doing all right, thanks. All right. So, um... Let's tell everybody a little bit about yourself, how you got started and uh, what you're into right now. Uh, how I got started, I've been doing this for 20 years. So uh, I have a kinesiology degree, that's my background. All right. And uh, what is that? so I started working, what is that? It's the study of movement. Oh. <laughs> Which we don't do a lot of, that's right. Oh, and our brains were very slowly apparently, so sorry about that. That's all right. Um, as a student, I started to get involved in more like the campus rec and sport administration. And uh, I always had an opinion on how things should look. Um, so once I got into memberships, uh, marketing, that kind of thing, um, I just sort of started doing design and became staff person and then started taking um, design courses like color theory as a staff person. And then I just started freelancing. Um, and from there, it's kind of like I haven't looked back. That's so, great. did you have any? Uh, did you start freelancing before you even had a degree, or did you have a degree and you started freelancing? No, after? yeah, no, I convocated in '96. Let's date myself. And uh, <laughs> so I had my degree, and then I worked actually on campus in the faculty for a good six, seven years. Um, and during that time, that's when I started um, dabbling into marketing and design. 
and because I worked on a lot of events and that kind of thing, sport events, the Dinos Athletics teams, that kind of thing. And um, then I left to manage a high-end fitness club and manage their memberships and marketing. And it was downtown, and I didn't like it. So I'd been freelancing, and then I decided, well, let's have some kids. And uh, <laughs> instead of freaking out about people not having towels, <laughs> let me get stressed out about, like, real stuff, like, you know, mm-hmm. babies and but- my own life. So, yeah, that's convoluted oh. way, but that's how I got into design. <laughs> hey, that sounds great. Well, you know, one of the reasons we had you on here and one of the things we've been talking about uh, over the last couple of podcasts is passion projects. And anyone that knows you knows that you are, uh, dare I say, maybe the queen of passion projects. You have a lot of passion <laughs> projects going on. So kind of tell everybody uh, what you got going on as far as uh, these these passion projects that you've been working on. Uh, yeah, so about, I guess it was uh, 2011, I went to my first HAL conference, and I kind of came out of it, like, woke up, and uh, I had this idea to really, because I want to do publications and more kind of design work, so I came out of that event that year going, well, if I want to do that work, then I should just do it, so I created my own, and that's how uh, Creative Cupboards came up. Um creativecupboards.com and basically it was me just getting inspired by all the other creatives that I had met interviewing them and from there I really have a passion for print projects and I really wanted if you're going to make something that's worth printing you want to make it valuable so I created I wanted to mix up magazine slash notebook so I came up with the uh my note I originally called it the iNote and uh pitched it mm-hmm. and I managed to get some initial ones done for Boston and uh, got those out. I had a printer here in town, um, basically a sponsor. He did the printing and I helped him out with some design work, so a little contra deal there. Nice. I carried 200 of those babies with me on an airplane. It did stop me at customs saying, what are you doing with all this paper? Um, but I'm like, I'm just giving it away. It's okay. <laughs> and I, I basically rounded up all the people I met through through the previous year and passed them a stack and said, go make some friends and just hand them out. And um, just by putting my project out there, I got a lot of feedback and uh, interest. And I got um, Red Dog Printing from San Francisco because the event was there the next year. She approached me and they said, we'll print. And if you can do it for the how next year. So it just sort of, I took the stepping stone and it just kind of went kind of crazy. So, um, so yeah, so that was sort of how that started. I eventually built up the website and trying to kind of keep that going. And um, so that was kind of creative cupboards. And when I came up with, it, like I said, I originally called it the iNote, um, but I kind of like, well, it's, and I did literally the size is reflective of the iPad. I just love the size of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a gentleman, a guy I met at Boston. He's like, oh, I took a picture of it and sent it to my friend at Apple. And I'm like, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> He's like, he thought it was hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, he probably wasn't a lawyer. So so anyway, so a friend of mine, uh, Julie Goldsbury, she kind of suggested, well, how about my week? My, my Sorry, my, my note. And I thought that was a nice spin to it. So from there, I had the cupboard thing. And there's a little something about me. I'm a little, I don't say, anal retentive or OCD um, as far as planning. 
Mm-hmm. I like to pretend I'm really organized. <laughs> Doesn't mean I sure. am. But I love paper planners, love day planners, but I never found something that worked for me. So I created my own day version, and I just decided, well, I'm going to spin off of the my notes. I'll create a my day. And so it was a, a, basically a daily undated kind of planner system, um, and I just sort of created it as a self-promotion piece that I provided to people I met and clients as thank you mm-hmm. gifts, that kind of thing. And people really liked it, and I loved it. But I just found looking at one day all the time was really <coughs> overwhelming, especially right. as a mom working from home, a variety of clients, you know, meeting, networking, just a lot on the go. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was working with a business coach, um, I sort of came up, it worked out to more of a week at a glance, and I just felt I had more control. So then I came up with a my week. So those are the sort of the two, three, I guess books that I kind of have on the go. So kind of like the productivity end. If you go to my website at crystalink.ca, it's I-N-K because, you know, ink on paper. Um, I have that, the, the two categories. I have community, which is where I put creative cupboards in, and then I have productivity as a category, and that's where the planner systems are. So. Yeah, that's that's great stuff. And I'll tell you, you know, me personally, I've I fought with uh, the easiest way to to jot down notes, to put my schedule, to put my to-dos and things like that. And I've tried online um, to-do apps. I've tried, you know, things on the phone. I've tried things on the desktop, and I just can't get it. And I always go back to pencil and paper. I go back to Post-its. Yep. Uh, and so this is this is something that meets an absolute need, especially I think for the designers, just because it's so hard to stay focused and keep everything that you've got to do uh, in a place that that it will remind you to do it. <laughs> so uh, I think like this Steve meets said, a major need. And like Steve said, despite of all the modern day apps and widgets that allow you to keep track of all your appointments and to do lists and tasks and how you can sync them with your portable devices, your computer. Pen and paper is still the way to go, and I have a chalkboard that's actually right behind my shoulder over here on the screen, and I use that uh, in combination with paper to keep track of uh, my schedule. So your planners are fantastic and definitely very useful. Well, thank you. I think the biggest thing that I, as a designer, because I'm like, well, I need something to work for me. I'm a designer. How about I just make one for myself? Sure. Um, My hiccup was when I looked at all the other ones that were out there, I didn't like them boxy. I didn't like they were too structured or... Mm -hmm just generic. Um, so when I design the inside the guts, um, it's really just a framework. So there is some structure, but it's a flexible structure. So right. you can make it work for you. Um, and that's sort of what I love about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I still, I use post-it notes in it as well. <laughs> within I, my I can't do it without the post-it. And, you know, like, and sometimes there's weeks I don't even touch it. <laughs> hey, I <I'm>, <laughs> I'm just procrastinating from life, but when I really sit down and actually actually write stuff out, then I actually use my brain instead of waiting for you know an app to ding me to remind me, and I'm reacting to things instead of actually you know being intentional about what I do in my day. Sure, and I'm going to tell you from my standpoint, nothing feels better to me than being able to get a sharpie, a sharpie or a pen or whatever, and cross out a to-do item. Oh, that's just that's yeah. the greatest thing in the Love world. Check, it's just I did little check marks and yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, little circles. I do little circles. I make sure yeah. I cross that out good. You know, I put work into that item. I'm crossing <laughs> it out. So. And I have, like, I use, like, I use Apple iCal for mm-hmm. all of my scheduling. Right. I, it's, I have to. Um, but I find by actually then sitting down and writing it down is when I start to, oh, 
I have to do that this week. Absolutely. So there's a good marriage between the two, I think. All right. Well, now it's time that we do a little rapid fire. What do you say? Rapid fire. All right, Crystal, are you ready for some rapid fire questions? I think so. All right, question number one. RCMP or NYPD? RCMP. Why? That was easy. Because they're Canadian. (laughs) All right, fine. Question number two. If you had to pick a country to live in, not counting Canada, what would it be and why? Oh, um, I'm going to go for Turks and Caicos. Ooh, the beach. That's an island. I don't know. Is that a country? No idea. It's the beach. All right. It's a beach. It's warm. (laughs) There's a pleasant ocean. I agree with you completely. Next question. Name a Canadian graphic designer whom you admire. Uh, Marion Benjis. Oh, Benjis. Good name. I have uh, have one of her books sitting on my shelf. I admired her lettering and her design for years. Fantastic. Rockstar. All right. And final question. This is the biggie. Tim Hortons or Starbucks? Or wait, wait, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> we don't have Dunkin'. Um, if, I'm, if I'm feeling flush, it's Starbucks. But if I'm tight, you know, tight money, then I go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> have you had the unicorn frappuccino yet? No, I don't do those. I'm sorry, <laughs> Frappuccino? I want to know now. <laughs> you haven't seen those? They've been all over social media. They're, they're like a sweet tart, and they change colors when you stir them up. It's Is that like shark fin soup or something? Is it just about as rare, or is it made from unicorns? I don't, get, I don't get the appeal. Purple and glittery, and who knows? <laughs> I go for coffee. I go for coffee. All right, well. Thank you for your honest uh, answers to the rapid fire and rapid answers. I'm not sure I agree with uh, number one. I'm partial to NYPD, <laughs> but I don't think anyone else is. So, if I, if I lived in New York, then that's what my answer would be. But I don't. They uh, both they both here. on horses. And they both have four uh, four initials in the acronym. So I mean, they're the same thing practically. But RCMP is Canadian. Canadian's better. That's right. Except in hockey. <laughs> We have our moments. We have our moments. <laughs> we all know that in hockey, Russia tops everyone always. Oh, we could debate Sometimes. about this forever. Those were those were some pretty some pretty tame questions from Nikita this week. I'm proud of him. Well, thank you. I do what I can. Well, Crystal, <laughs> Crystal, we enjoyed having you. We think you did great. Um, I love seeing you know the planners and the the creative cupboard stuff. Uh, that you're doing and I think you're doing a great service for designers and uh, we wish you the best uh, in the future again she said crystalink.ca if you're looking uh, to just check out her work or order um, order um, a my day or my week buy or my a, books buy her books that's right go to books. crystalink.ca and uh, do you have them available at like conferences design conferences other than how uh, they aren't at how this year okay. um so it's just online at this point. Okay, so go to or the come to Calgary. Just you know, come and say hi. Yeah, swim to your house, pick up a couple of books, have a cup of Tim Hortons, and uh, enjoy your time there. Exactly. That's right. All right, Crystal. Well, again, thanks for being here, and uh, best of luck in the future. Thanks, thanks, it's a pleasure. Seven and a half minute interview. All right, I think that was another great interview with Crystal Reynolds. I'm looking forward to getting one of her planners. I think I could definitely use it. Uh, And for all you listeners out there that would like uh, a copy of one of her planners uh, or maybe a creative coverage book or something like that, if you go to her website, 
crystalinc.ca uh, and enter the promo code SYNC2017. That's C-I-N-Q 2017. She will give you $5 off of your order. So she's uh, given us that great offer to our listeners, uh, and hopefully you all will take advantage of that and, and go out and get one of her great planners. Yeah, those planners are rocking, man, so make sure you get one. I think I'm going to go on there and order me one. Of course, it probably won't do me any good, but you know, I don't usually stick to planners. I'm all over the place, but I'll give it a try. Maybe this is when we start sticking to our notes in our planner. So that's right. crystalinc.ca. $5 off on any order if you use the promo code SYNC2017. That's C-I-N-Q 2017. Steph's List. You know, since our guest is from Canada, I figured I'd pull up something that was uh, kind of related to the Canadian thing. So I found an article on Bustle.com. <laughs> the Canadian thing, that's right. And I found an article on Bustle.com. It's called 12 Things People Do in Canada That Would Seem Weird to Americans. All right. I'll tell you what, a lot of Americans, it doesn't matter if it's Canada, Mexico, or even like down in Florida, you know, if they're out of their element, they think it's weird. So number one, number one weird thing in Canada that Americans would find strange is they eat cheese curd on top of fries and gravy. Poutine, so, yeah. So that's basically, you know, uh, cottage cheese on top of French fries and gravy. Yeah, poutine. And, uh, I've had poutine before. Yeah, okay. Well, then you don't find it's weird, but I think that's crazy, <laughs> it's, it's, man. It's different. It is different. Yeah. So... You know, French fries and gravy alone, you know, it's kind of weird to me, you know. But number two, they have a strategic maple syrup reserve. It says 75% of the world's maple syrup comes from Quebec. And Americans may think of maple syrup as just something yummy to put on waffles. But in Canada, it's a big business. So they actually have a reserve of maple syrup, kind of like we have an oil reserve. Like a Fort Knox, yeah, of maple right. syrup. <laughs> Uh, are really nice. Number three is are really nice when they work at government agencies. And it says I find the stereotype that all Canadians are ridiculously nice and perpetually apologetic to be both sort of patronizing and just not true. Canadians, like everyone else, are multifaceted people. But it says speaking from the experience of the writer of the article, people who work at Canadian government agencies actually are super nice and accommodating. And I'll tell you what, here in D.C., that is 180 degrees when I'm <laughs> used to sitting. I'm telling you what. They are not nice, and they're condescending. Yeah. So, you know, that that's, that's kind of weird. Huh. Uh, number four, they buy their milk in bags. We buy ours in cartons and bottles. They buy their milk in bags. And they actually have a special pitcher that they put the bag in. They cut the corner of the bag, and then they just pour the milk out of the corner of the bag in a pitcher, which is kind of strange. I've had wine in a bag before. Yeah. I, I, I've never <laughs> had milk in a bag. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Number five, they go to the doctor for free. And it says, seriously, they walk in, they show their health card, and they walk out. Sweet. Crazy, man. You know, try doing that here. Yeah. Number six, they eat ketchup chips. And it's actually ketchup-flavored potato chips. I've seen those here. Um, I don't think I've ever had one, but I've seen them in the grocery store here. I'll tell you what. I like I like ketchup on my potatoes, so you know what? I might like those. There might be some out there a little squeamish about that, but I think that sounds pretty you good. You have to go try that then. 
number seven, Canada says no to pennies. I agree with that. And it says uh, they actually, I think it was in 2013, stopped minting pennies. Right, because they say so, it, here in America it costs more to make a penny than the penny is actually worth. Right. And our pennies actually are no longer copper. I think they're just copper-coated zinc or something like that. Right. So they sound weird when they fall on the table. They don't even make that you know, that, that resonant noise that the coins used to make years and years ago. Yeah, I'm all for that. All right. Number eight, they have see-through money. Their money's actually made out of polymer. Hmm. It's a cl and it has a clear strip running through one side. It says, when the Canadian Mint first introduced the plastic bills a few years ago, some people complained that the bills melted at high temperatures. And the Mint argued in response that these reports were incorrect and the polymer, uh, which they are made of, can withstand very high temperatures. So, plastic money. I wonder if... Because, you know, they say American money has some of the most concentration of germs and diseases and right. uh, t uh, traces of drugs residue oh, yeah, on them. Right. You just wonder if their if their money is able to resist that better. Hmm. Right. You know, well, they could probably run it through some kind of ultraviolet light to kill all that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, who knows why they went to plastic. But, you know, it's durable. Yeah. So, you know, it's not going to tear. You can wash it. You can do everything. Interesting. Yeah. Number nine, they sell weird fondue meats at the grocery store. And we're talking about exotic meats like camel meat and horse meat. And this okay. is a common thing up there for fondue. So, you know, it brings a new meaning to hump day, you know, having a camel fondue. <laughs> you only right? eat it on Wednesday, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, number 10, they are obsessed with Tim Hortons. Absolutely. Yeah, and we just asked um, we asked Crystal about Tim Hortons, and she said when she doesn't have a lot of money, she prefers Tim Hortons, but uh, ultimately she would rather have a Starbucks. Right. Uh, number 11, they eat ridiculous amounts of KD, and what KD stands for is craft dinners. Craft dinners. Or craft macaroni and cheese. They love the Kraft macaroni and cheese. It says Canadians eat 55% more Kraft dinners than Americans do, with every Canadian eating an average of 3.2 boxes of the stuff a year. Yeah, that was in a Bare Naked Ladies song about them eating Kraft dinner. Right, Kraft dinners. It says, who knew powdered cheese was so central to Canadian identity? Mm. And number 12 is they spell things differently. Hey. And, you know, it's like, you know, they spell color with the O-U-R instead of the O-R. Right. You know, it's, they, they take that from the British culture. So that's the 12 things that the Canadians do. I guess some of it we find weird. Some of it we're kind of thinking, yeah, it's kind of cool, you know. I like the ketchup chips. What, what did you like? You have Tim to try Hortons. the ketchup chips. Yeah, I'd like to try a Tim Hortons. I'm a, uh, I'm a coffee nut. Um, I like a Starbucks. I like local places. Not a big Dunkin' Donuts fan, so I'd love to... Maybe try Tim Hortons. I've never been uh, north of the border, so maybe I'll have to get up there sometime. Yeah, when I go through Ohio, just north of Columbus, coming down from Findlay, that's where my wife's father lives, uh, there's a Tim Hortons right off of Route 23. We always stop in there right before we get into Columbus. And they do have pretty good coffee and, and uh, a couple of pastries in there. Yep, it's really good. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, I think we had another great episode. Uh, kind of expanding our reach, um, 
talking to uh, some of our fellow Canadian designers, as well as we've talked with a designer from Australia. So we're uh, kind of learning about new areas and, and new cultures and, and how designers do it in other parts of the world. So I, I hope our, our listeners are, are kind of enjoying, uh, hopefully, and learning a little something from us. Right. And, you know, if anything, you know, it just makes for a good story. You know, sure. these guys bring in a lot of... Uh, uh, experience from the the cultural perspective that you know we don't quite see, and so you know we're getting some of that valuable experience from that perspective. Absolutely. All right. As usual, Steph, we are over fifteen minutes. That's not too difficult to do for us. But uh, right, right, right. We're gonna we're gonna cut it short, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll try to stay within fifteen minutes next time. So absolutely, goals are good. That's right. Goals we are good. Will, we will see y'all around for episode eight. See you later. Have a good evening. 15 minutes. Hey, thanks for listening to the 15 Minutes Podcast. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud.